What is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. I'm never this excited to podcast with anyone. That's so fucking not true. Yeah, that isn't true. Oh my no, God. no, I feel the most comfortable with you. You're literally quaking. <laughs> we're going to sit normally. We're going no, to talk. I Normal. Like, even when you go to a party, you have one thing in your head, like, you could maybe say to someone. Yeah. We have a lot to say. No, I have, like, nothing to say. You have facts to tell us. Remember when you told me you have no idea how to use a microphone? When you showed up to podcast at my house for the first time, you literally were like this. <laughs> you were, And your mouth was under the mic. Yeah, and you're like, you guys, it's not really feeling right, but this should be good. Yeah, you guys told me to do that. Guys, You I, don't want to do Pilates at 4.15. We don't have time. Okay, so I have to cancel it. <laughs> Dude. Last night, Kazi asked me if I wanted to do Pilates with her. And I said, when? And she said, 4.15. To which I said, no, we're podcasting at 3. And I was kind of hoping you would be like, okay, let's just cancel podcasting. <laughs> we're back, baby! Can you do the thing where you go, we're back at it again? Yeah. Do you want to try it? Do you do it every time? or No, no, no. no. I usually only do it for solos. I don't do it in interviews because that would be weird. Yeah. Like, and you... Hey! <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I only do it for solos when I'm like alone and I'm not like on camera because I don't want people to like see my face. I'm like have, self-aware enough to know like that's. Do you ever redo it like a bunch of times because it doesn't feel like. No, I feel like that's the one good thing I can do in podcasting and the rest goes to shit. For sure. I can be like back at it again and then I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, wait, let's take a sip of our drink. To friends who love each other but don't trust each other. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Daddy Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. I have nothing that should exploit you. You know me now, right? First of all, welcome back to another episode of Call Her Daddy. Mini so, episode. What? Mini episode. No, this is this is a two-part series. Okay, I just want to be super clear where I'm coming from in this. Like, I don't know what you're going to do because, yeah. again, I don't fully trust you. What I was told is like, hey, come over. We're going to like answer some fan questions. Fun. 
No pressure. No, you started that because you messaged me on Instagram and I had said something about like, oh, people want questions back. And you were like, oh, like that is a version that I would do with you. Right. Which right, I was right. like, yeah, there's questions in here yeah. today. Okay. At the so, very end, there's like one. Yeah, this was slightly deceptive. Again. Anything to get not you Not totally here. surprised. The first time we podcast together, you were like a genuine guest. Today, you're returning as a friend of the show. Fuck yeah. I, I, like, I like the sound of that. Can you introduce yourself? And like um, what you're about, your morals, your values, your goals. In oh, life. yeah. No, that should be easy. My name is Kazi David and I am your least favorite guest that you've ever had. And I'm back at it again. There's only a couple of people that have been on multiple times on the show. Your least favorites, though. It's, it's all it's when I'm in a bind where yeah, I'm like, I need a guest yeah, and I totally. can't get a big one. So I'm like, I'm happy to be your like last resort. Yeah, that's fine with me. I mean, just for the... I really like you. Yeah. Yeah. But, like... Yeah. There's some things where I'm like, that's questionable. Same. Yeah. About me. Totally. Like, what is it for for you about me that you discovered? Um... I feel you have something on your mind, but you like don't know whether it's going to offend me or not. And let me tell you, it will. No, I was thinking about our Cabo trip, which I think we should just like talk about because it's so sad, guys. We recorded not an entire podcast, but we recorded a podcast in Cabo. Kazi and I went on a trip together and we got in a fight. (laughs) Oh, we didn't. We didn't really get in a fight. You said I was gaslighting you. No, No. I don't use that word lightly. Let's explain the situation. So Kazi and I were going to Cabo. Lauren came with me. You had friends coming with you. We're all going to Cabo. We're all staying in a house together. We've hung out in LA. We've done dinners. We've like pre-gamed and gone out together. So we go to Cabo and I wore this on the plane. We all wore sweats on the plane. Yep. And then some of us changed after we got off the plane washed our clothes, all of us showered, and then some of us put our plain clothes back onto our bodies, and then some of us did not. I did not. You did. And I was quite shocked when I saw you in your plain clothes again after you had showered. I don't pack well, and I did a carry-on for this trip, so I could not I, be the annoying asshole I that also like, did checked a car- I also did a carry-on. Okay. I don't think there's excuses. I think there are people who are okay with us and people who aren't, and both are fine. However, I think you were under the impression that like you were like, oh, yeah, I forgot you're a germaphobe. And I was like, I don't really feel like that's like even a germaphobe thing. Like, I feel like most people would never put their plain clothes back on after they've showered. So that could be true. And I understand that logic. Great. Because I've like gotten in a fight with my boyfriend about that. Like when we came home from a trip one day and like the next day I was wearing like a similar colored sweatsuit <laughs> and he was like are you seriously wearing the same clothes from the plane and I were had, you actually no and I like freaked out on him because I'm like well you clearly weren't paying a t- fucking attention to what I was wearing yesterday because this is a different colored purple sweatsuit right, right, right. but he gets really grossed out by it I was raised where my mom didn't care about that stuff and was like I think you're going to be healthier when you grow up because if you like eat dirt off the ground like your immune system is better so like germs and shit like that does not gross me out and my grandmother lived to like 99 I am in life just cruising through and I don't get sick a lot and I get it's gross but like what is gross about it first of all you're getting the germs already but we're both sitting here and I'm okay did you get sick after Cabo? It's not really about being sick. It's more just about like nasty. It's just you're you're in one of the dirtiest places that is exists. Is it though? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know factually yeah. if it is. 
that was a moment that we were like whoa like this is this could like make or break because yeah. you were like damn like she's nasty and like does it it looks like she doesn't like is not clean i don't no, no no first of all i respect you and i yeah. think you're a very clean dirty person if that makes sense i think you can be a dirty dirty person or i think you can be a clean dirty person i also think you can be a dirty clean person what like i think we're both messy yeah we are yeah but you're a clean clean i'm a clean dirty. i'm clean and messy clean and messy yeah and what did you say i am i think it's possible you're a clean dirty <laughs> but you're still clean and you're still coming off like you're clean, clean. you always look clean okay even Just though you're literally wearing a sweatsuit off the plane yeah okay which I is the dirtiest thing okay because you have I feel like that's going to offend someone like dirt. Like the word dirty is probably like Who offensive cares? now. We're going to get canceled because we're calling people we dirty. You are. If you if you feel insulted by that, look inward. Clearly it's hitting home. We did have a conversation that we did agree on, which was people that wear shorts on the plane. I think shorts is something that most people agree with. Shorts on a plane. Um, Flip flops. Yeah, that's obviously a no. Have you ever taken your shoes off on the plane but kept your socks on? No, no, no. Um, actually, yeah, probably, probably. If I'm like trying to get cozy and it's a long flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're okay with that. Yeah. Well, I get this thing where like I get a lot of anxiety in my feet, like my feet get numb. Oh. So I'm constantly having to move them around and like hold them. Hold them. Um. So I often have to take my shoes off. You would want to die on a plane. I wouldn't say I want to die on a plane. But if you're gonna go down, I have acceptance. Like you think anytime there's turbulence on a plane that you're like that's yeah. your first thought, right? Yeah. No. It's not. No. Are you the kind of person that's like, oh, it's just like a bump in the road? I'm just kind of like, whatever happens, I don't really care. It wouldn't really cross your mind. I feel like it's the natural first thought to have. Uh, when turbulence has happened before, like I've quite literally been like eating something on my way to Russia. Why was I going to Russia? That's a long story <laughs> a long time ago. But I was on my way to Russia and there was such bad turbulence and we were all eating our dinner and my mashed potatoes and everyone's food just went up in the air and like literally stuck to the top. It was that bad of turbulence. And I was like, this is annoying. But I wasn't thinking I was going to die because I think I just don't let my head go to that place. Oh, it's the first place I go. But you think it would be okay to die if you're going to die on a plane? Yeah, I think there's a edginess to it. (laughs) Yeah, you kind of are, you know, shrouded in a little bit of mystery for years to come after your death. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Why her? Hopefully you cut all of this. No, I'm going to keep it all in. The reason the plane closed was an interesting conversation, I yeah. think, is because we seem to come from very different places. I thought it was just a common thing amongst everyone that you don't do that. And it seemed like you had only heard about that once or twice from me and your boyfriend. Yeah. You've chalked it up to like us being like Jewish. And germaphobes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's just... Judaism. Then we tried to <laughs> blame it on you growing mm-hmm. up richer than us. Yeah, no, not a class like, thing. This is not a class system. Very upsetting. <laughs> you're like, don't make this about money. This has nothing to do with money, which I then came to agree with you. I mean, we'll see. Maybe you'll get a lot of DMs being like, it's a hundred percent money. Like, wow. Yeah, she grew up too privileged. Yeah, who knows? I could be wrong. That is kind of I funny. I think it's gross. I think that it's a gross thing that everyone yeah. of all 
backgrounds will agree with most people may veer towards your side but i just want everyone to know like i'm a good person it wasn't like i love the smell of my plane she was i also want to just say that she was in bed in the plane sweats in bed just like cozying up, getting ready for bed, <laughs> snuggling herself in the plain clothes. It, and Lauren was doing the same. Like, yeah, the two of you. In. The two of you. It was really crazy. Yeah. So I think that was your first moment of like, because again, what we're talking about is like, we went on our first trip together. Mm. And I think like, I don't know. I feel like you and I have had a weird relationship where like immediately we did. We're like, oh, okay. We're like, we like each other. And we're both, we have similar opinions on a lot of things. Yeah. And, and we agree on a lot and we trust each other's opinions yeah and we hate most people yeah like we're very ruthless behind the scenes but we would never say that on this podcast because we're trying to give like yeah great girl energy <laughs> we are great girls <laughs> and we are likable and not mean and we if anything we shit on ourselves mostly someone sent me this article about how gossip was like this thing that I, this is like a study a viral thing oh, okay. at some point but it was a thing that like women, how women helped each other to like avoid bad people or bad men. And because Wait, by talking about the things that they're like experiencing and talking shit about people, they were able to like understand other people's psychology better the in order to help great. them, you know, like avoid right. danger. I mean, we'll run with it. It's like my mom sent me an article and it was like people that use the F word the most are like some of the most intelligent people in the world. Like if you use profanity, then you are like functioning with a higher IQ than others. I disagree. With, I disagree I, with that. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen a comedian like when comedians like rely on the, the F word, word too much? It's very it's cheating. Dude, did you, I thought not, not that I don't use it go all the off time. the subject, but I thought Amy Schumer was so fucking good. Oh, yeah. At she was the great. Oscars. That moment when she walked in and she was just like the vibe is like a little different like did I miss something she was iconic I saw you in her show by the way this is how you know I'm a good fucking friend are you ready for this it was like a Sunday I'm sitting at home and my mom had texted me being like oh my god did you watch Amy Schumer's new show Cassie's in it it's so weird she even saw me I, it's literally a blink. I know you're it's literally like if you blink and you miss her guys you know <laughs> I, have a, I have a single line do you want to know what I did what I fast forwarded great through the first was it four worth it? episodes <laughs> until I would find you I'm not kidding you I sat there for over 30 minutes like that's a good friend because I wanted to see you in the show maybe you wanted to like see how bad I was yeah I was trying to see like yeah. what is she like, like I, I'm not gonna lie I fast forward for like things that I want to like hate on yeah 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 I fast forwarded to you you were trying and then to you hate. had your one line that's it's, so Cassie it was too David. quick you couldn't hate on it maybe you no, could you couldn't. I don't know I, I No, it was good and like you guys were good you just basically <laughs> you were I remember the line you were like wow you like really got dressed up for this right the funniest thing about shooting that because I literally what? had a single line. But in the in the script, it said like, you know, the character's name, not wearing any makeup because she doesn't have to. And obviously, when I get to the makeup chair, I'm like, obviously, I'm not this girl that they wrote. You're going to have to put some makeup on me. Right. And I get to set and we're like about to shoot. It was like the last shot of the night. Everyone was so tired. And there's like a light shining on me. We're like about to start. Now you're like in the position where you're just like, I feel so ugly. And then I just like ran to a porta potty and like put more makeup on because I was like so scared. Well, thank God it was dark. 
It was dark. And we couldn't see how bad you fully looked. We only got yeah. a quick glimpse. No, and it was just a wide shot. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was wide. You didn't get your close no. up. So do you remember in the first podcast we did, I like ambushed you and I was like, hey, like I saw you talk shit on me on the internet. Yeah. I remember I showed you and you were like, please stop. Mm-hmm. And you were like mimicking my voice, which I think was so rightfully you came for me. It was so annoying the way I, I It was speak. actually a really unoriginal take. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like do better. Seriously. It wasn't that It funny. was actually I'm embarrassed of that I made fun of you when it's like. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to look at it. It was so it. easy. That like, is so embarrassing that you did that. <laughs> now that I. Yeah. Let's change it. That narrative. So embarrassing. <laughs> to anyone that doesn't know. Kazi was on an episode of Hannah Montana when she was younger. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And. When every time I watch it, it gets better because I was watching you. Are you mad I'm bringing this up? It's just the more I just know that it's just going to lead people to looking it up. And like all my biggest thing is that like I would if I could take any video off of YouTube. It'd be that. And there's a lot. Yeah. It might be that one. Um, I mean, I did I explain the story behind it on the first one? I don't remember. I didn't. No. Can you explain it? Yeah, I guess. Go ahead. My dad was like the nicest dad in the world. Did too much. Like when I'm a parent, if my kid really wants to do something, I'm going to say no, because you're going to be embarrassed about when you're older. Mm. This was not something I wanted to do. But my sister was a like obsessed Hannah Montana fan. Mm -hmm. Obsessed with her. Like every time I passed by her room, she was singing Hannah Montana. And I actually resented the show because my sister was so annoying about it. But my dad took my sister to like the audience one day to like watch the show. Yeah. And they asked him later if he wanted to be on an episode. And instead of saying no and then never telling my sister about it, which he probably should have. Right. He probably consulted with my mom and they probably talked about it and said it would make her so happy. You don't need to make an eight-year-old happy. Eight, how old was she? 13. She's probably 10, 11. You don't mean to make an 11 year old that happy. And then it was like, Kazi, please come. What a come. I thought it was an extra. I thought it was an extra. My sister begged me to come. So I did. And we get to set the Hannah Montana set. And I'm, I'm miserable. I'm 13 and miserable. And we get to the set and we're like in hair and makeup. I can't really imagine them actually putting hair and makeup on me because you saw what I looked like. Yeah. But I remember being in a trailer sitting and someone handing me a, a script. And I see the line and it says, I actually like have blacked it out because the line makes me like to my core, like I sh- my punishment should be death. It was like, Larry David's my dad. Who the fuck knows? No, Just- it's, you guys couldn't get a seat. Uh, whatever. You don't need to. We no, don't need to go into tell. it. let me tell. It's literally Hannah Montana is not in there yet. And Larry David is standing there. And he's like, oh, we're here for dinner. And you two are standing next to your dad. And he's like, no, we don't have a table. And then your sister, your dad is like, it's her birthday. And then your sister's like, no, it's not. Can you tell I've watched this a million times? And then finally, oh, yeah, they're like, yeah. come on, can we get a seat? And Kazi looks at the fucking hostess and goes, He's Larry David. Yeah, yeah. He created Seinfeld. Seinfeld. <laughs> you're like, you can tell though, you're so annoyed to be there. Your demeanor is you want to crawl into a hole and die. Like, even the way your delivery, like, he's Larry David. <laughs> I mean, that's probably a combination of that and like horrible acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I will say, I saw this line and I was so 
so upset. I was crying. I I didn't know what to do. I had a panic attack. You know, you don't know like logistics of things. Like yeah. I probably could have like gotten out gotten of it. Out of it. Yeah. And then I ended up just like going and I had to, I felt like I had to do it because like it was too late. What happened when it aired? Was it really traumatizing for you? Did a lot of people notice? It was like, I remember it. Like my friends made fun of me. Like people I knew made fun of me. It was like an easy thing to make fun of me about because, but only because they knew that I would hate something like that. Yeah. So people were like hating on me because they knew I like didn't want to do it. We should take a screenshot of how many views it has now and then when we upload this let's see how many more views but listen alex i know you like post some fucking bullshit stories like you're constantly posting like just like rogue stories if you post a screenshot from that i'll be very upset i I don't want to draw more attention to it no i won't do that just have this conversation just Just let them do it themselves sure i think truly people (laughs) you're too hard on yourself i think people are gonna like you more no they're, they'll definitely not like me more from this podcast. No, that's I'll not tell true. You that. Okay, so we went through basically the fact that we had a successful vacation together. We came out. I have your not annoyed here. at each other. Thank you. You should have brought my bucket. Hat. We didn't get sick of each other. We took cute pics. We took some cute. You kind of died when I was trying to take a couple TikToks. Yeah, it's tough mm-hmm. because you know it's hard to as we were talking about, earnestly be in a TikTok. Mm-hmm. People can't know that you're in it, ironically, mm-hmm. if that is what you're doing mm-hmm. or if you're just getting caught in the background. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to get caught in the background of yours because you're doing like constant 360s. Mm-hmm. Pur- purposeful. Yeah. I feel like we, you, you're in a good position because you can have a TikTok and like yeah. it makes total sense. But I will never like lip sync. Yeah, I think we talked about how like the new thirst trap feels like the lip syncing audio while you look good while you like pose and show your outfits Mm -hmm. i had a thought the other day i watched someone do it and i will say i've done it like a couple times where because it's genuinely me just feeling like shit i'm like oh knowing i look bad and i need to acknowledge but i started to watch other people and then it made me realize i'm never gonna do this again have you seen videos when people are like just ignore what I look like right now. Like I don't have makeup on, but that's not the point. And they like make a disclaimer before they then proceed um. to be in their video. It's such a turnoff when I see a woman doing it. Cause it's like, you don't need to explain yourself for why you look the way you look right now, which well, is without when makeup. When you think about it. We know we can see you don't have makeup on. If none of us wore makeup, it's the same as all of us wearing makeup. That's a good point. But if some of us wear makeup and some of us don't, it creates an unequal right. society right all of us wearing makeup lo- we still look the same as if none of us were wearing makeup does that make sense yes maybe not to other people but i understand what you're saying okay and that's upsetting to me that we can't all agree to just not i definitely feel like the pandemic made me realize like i don't need to wear as much makeup i've also had a really weird like ex- like relationship to makeup because i for a while when i look back at the early days when i worked at barstool it's the most shocking thing to me how much i overlined my lips mm. and how much like makeup and contour I was doing because I was so going for that like Barbie doll look because I worked at Barstool. I was trying to be like the blonde bombshelly girl. And I look back and I'm, I cringe when I see photos of myself. Well, I think anything anyone does like even a year ago is embarrassing. Like I'm embarrassed yeah. of who I was 
on this podcast, which is now in the past. It's everything that you've already done is embarrassing. Like who I was two years ago is humiliating. Who I was a week ago is embarrassing. <laughs> like the things we did is it's so embarrassing. Did we hook you up with that therapist? <laughs> no, I'm still waiting. Like where is she? Okay, we're going to do a game called My Phone Exposed Me. I haven't mm. read any of these. So what is your most recently deleted photo? Oh, God. It's probably like a screenshot of someone's text that I deleted because I was scared that it would accidentally post on Instagram for no reason. Dude, that's such an irrational fear. <laughs> Recently deleted. Oh my God, this is so fucking cute. It's literally me trying to get a photo of the show to send it to you. That's nice. I was watching Life of Beth. That's a friend, you guys. That is so cute. And I was like going to send it to you. But then I was also like, maybe it's just creepy that I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, she doesn't care. I feel like we're on. We should never. We should never overthink our texts to each other. No, we shouldn't. I used to get like a little anxious when you wouldn't respond to me for a day. And now it's just like. Word. You used to say that. That was like that's when I think we 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 really took our relationship to the next level when Kazi and I had an open conversation and we were genuine and honest with each other. We were vulnerable and Kazi opened up about how when I don't respond to her texts, she feels a little uneasy. Do you feel uneasy when like someone you just feel like someone's maybe mad at you? No, I think you have that complex. I never think someone's mad at me if I really? know I didn't do anything. Yeah. But you are constantly thinking someone's mad at you. Constantly. Why? My imagination can come up with almost anything Yeah, that leaves me in like a bad position. Yeah. I think if I send a risky text, absolutely. Yeah. But if I just am like, hey, what are you doing tonight? You never think that someone <laughs> that I could have had a dinner with someone and and they could have said something really bad about you and it's made me look at you differently. And no, because I know I'm a great person. So <laughs> do you want to do this TikTok thing? TikTok made me do it. What is that? This is good. Okay. Things that we have become either obsessed with, learned, or bought because of TikTok. So let's say a random fact that you've learned from TikTok. So I saw so much of this like gua sha bullshit the amount of time that's wasted on us like perfecting our cheekbones or something that's so just doesn't fucking matter do you think the gua sha thing works like i literally broke out so much and then i felt like it made my face look like fucked up like i looked like really bad do you think you were you doing it with nothing on your face I was doing it with face wash and... Have you ever shaved your face? You know those things, Mike, or what is it called? Oh, I saw that on TikTok too. I tried it. <laughs> Do you think it, your hair grows back more on your face? No, because I'm very like fair, but I don't like the little stubbles it's leaving me. What's the most embarrassing thing your boyfriend could walk in on you doing in the bathroom? I I was going to say like pooping, but like... But like it's not even pooping. Like we I feel like women do like way if I had fully let my eyebrows, like I've said that, like go undyed and if I was like fully like Casper the ghost. Like him seeing your true f- nature, my true, your face. true face. How about yeah. that? How, how dark is that face. that my boyfriend doesn't even know what I really look like without eyebrows? Yeah. But then finally I think we've gotten to a better place, a built rapport. 
that I can trust that like he won't leave me just because of the lack of color on Um, on my hair have you ever asked your boyfriend to put a tampon in for you not in but like I've gotten scared that a tampon stuck in me and sometimes I'm like too freaked out to even begin the process of try and look myself does he take a flashlight (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding Kazi just like the idea of like finding one is scary so you just want them to go in be like there's nothing there's nothing there and then so just, he just trust put it, did, did he just put his fingers just up a, yeah just a finger for no tampon me, this happened to me literally last week my entire team was involved in it i was convinced i had a tampon in there and i went to the gyno of course i had having to. a vagina it's like people don't talk about this it's literally just like a hole we don't know i could have a tampon in right now i'm so scared i'm there so scared anything in there we don't know no if something starts growing on the penis you see it you don't know what's happening in your vagina. You think like, how is that possible? And then you have a vagina and it's more than possible because maybe you're going, you're a little light on your period. So you're like, oh, I'm going to take it out. I don't need it for a few hours. And then you go to put another one back in. Be like, did I take it you're out? You're supposed I- to remember every single time you've taken out the tampon. And put another one in? It's impossible. What if you wanted to take a break and you put a pad on? The whole period, the whole time you're on your period, it's constant anxiety. And then the week after you're a little scared that there's still maybe a tampon in you that you forgot about and then you're too scared to even check because you don't it would be so scary to find one. terrifying um okay a life hack that you've learned from tiktok oh a fact wait we said you said a fact was the guasha thing but you went on a fucking rant the fact a fact that i've learned i've learned or a hack do you know how to put a trash bag in the trash can correctly you know how you always like go like this to get the trash bag open and then you shove it in. Yeah, okay. You open it, shake it, put it in yeah, the trash Yeah, no. Bag. So what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to just take the like lips of the trash can and you just, you literally just put it around the rim of the trash can. Okay. And then you just shove the paper downwards. Who cares what the right way is? They both work. Because it saves you angst. No, this is so stupid. And this is why TikTok sucks. No, it teaches you things to like save time. I don't understand. What is something you've bought from TikTok? Um, something you've bought from TikTok. I just bought something. I'm actually not embarrassed about it. I bought those hair rollers. I want to try them. Mm. I have such naturally straight hair. And sometimes when I do the curling iron, it looks a little too. Yeah. So I want to try it because I've seen girls and it's looking good. What I'm upset about recently on TikTok is that everyone is doing the things that we all like shit on adults for doing on Facebook. Like what? Which is like explaining like what they just did. And everyone was like, nobody cares. Like Aunt Susan, this is how I make a smoothie. This is how I fold my clothes in my drawer the time we're all wasting is so upsetting to me and i can't believe we're not all talking about it tiktok started in the pandemic of people just like being funny right but when did it become like a self-help people doing like hacks it's all how to and then it's just like i mean that whole that girl thing went like so viral it was ridiculous yeah. and then there was like all of the opinions about how that girl's actually toxic and then all of the opinions about how that girl saying Isn't it that, crazy? there's so nothing ever about guys it's so dumb but the problem with it is that actually these people who are recording those like day in the life like smoothie gratitude journal all this it's like think about the day in the life actually making that video you are literally on your phone 
for 10 hours straight. That's the day in the life of that girl, literally being on your phone for 10 hours. And then all of us are just subjected to like watching everything for 10 hours. I just feel like it's really, it's, none of us have a real life. I feel like I don't remember anything from the last like five years because I've been on my phone this whole time. It's so dark. Oh no, I'm really freaked out. I had that moment on TikTok the other day where I was like, we, I actually don't recall one thing I just watched and I've been watching TikToks for an hour. Does anyone have a hold on their life? Like, I literally don't know what my life is. Like, I'm not even in my own life. Scott just got really deep. I need that therapist number. You do. But do you feel like you have a control over you how much was, time you spend on the phone? Like, truly? Yeah. So I recently felt so good about myself because... So everyone has a fake account, right? Right. Cassie's like, don't make me admit it. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone has a fake account. If you don't, kudos to you. Can't even fathom. So I've had multiple fake accounts. And I remember on my fake account, all the way back in the day when I used to date this guy, I quite literally would follow his exes. And I still follow them to this day. And I'm like invested in their journey. Like, how are they doing? One just got engaged. Yeah. Like, I am in it. But I realized, what do I feel when I go on my fake account? Like shit. And so I, for the first time in years, I deleted my fake account two weeks ago. And my life since then has mm. been exponentially better. That sounds like a crazy statement, but I'm not kidding. I have no idea what any of these people from my past are doing. And it's so nice to like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm like almost like have like reflux of like, oh, I want to go like watch it. But I'm like, no, why would I do that? And the same thing goes for TikTok. It's just so much harder to just like choose happiness and choose like ignorance right over the things you want to know about then it's then it sounds like do you remember bones the dog or whatever what Ex- this is exactly what i'm talking about this was like a super viral thing that everyone knew about because they were on tiktok and then it goes away and that's the next thing right yeah and it's like remember the renegade you are actually up to date like i could not go on tiktok for six months and then if I go on it for one day, I'll get up to date because True. no one's talking about what happened like True. three months ago on TikTok. None of it matters at so all. So what do we do? That's what Everyone's I'm- spiraling listening to this be like, okay, can you guys give us some advice? How do we move forward? No, I don't know. I'm actually like really, it's been something I've been thinking about so much. And th- what's really sad is that I feel like our generation also was supposed to be this like huge like movement. Like we were supposed to be activists and like save the world like there was a time where we all thought we were gonna like save the world like gen z was gonna save the world and i was trying to do research on this the other day and it literally was like gen z is the most sustainable generation ever like they care about sustainability and it's like i think it's true that we all care about it to some degree but we have to consume more than anyone else ever like it just feels like we're constantly consuming things like every time i go on tiktok people are buying stuff that's all we do and it's like one little lipstick that you ordered that like right. shipped from across the world. Like, I don't know. It, it really upsets me. But like, I'm also like in the same thing. Like, I also feel like one of these people. In right. The- you're not saying you're any better. Dude, you know what's so interesting? That's such a good point. Because I was just having this conversation with someone the other day. We were talking about social anxiety. And someone that was older than me was like, oh, like I said something about like, having social anxiety like uploading something onto the internet and she was like that's not social anxiety 
And I was like, I totally get that for the older generation. That's not. But for our generation, uploading something to the Internet, that is now social. Posting Mm -hmm. something is social. And I'm not saying you should feel embarrassed, but like I get why kids go into school the next day and are embarrassed if they did post that TikTok. Then it does affect their actual social life because then people are like, oh, cool makeup routine you did, Jessica. Like you looked like a fucking loser. And people are like, what? Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's like we now have two levels of social anxiety where it's like what Mm -hmm. you're posting on literal social does affect then your social life even just down to the basics of like if you post a picture of yourself and you know like girls that don't look that way in actual real life the social media then creates social anxiety in real world because their social life is fake as fuck also we all judge everyone's social media presence yes but i think what's actually fucked up about it is that none of us are able to actually like live a true authentic life yes where you are present in your own life because we're so foggy from looking at pictures of other people it's an addiction i find myself like the other day i had a full migraine which i have never gotten these in my life and i was like okay like i know the cure to a migraine is to sit in a dark room not look at a screen and drink some water and i'm laying in my bed And I could not help myself but pick up my phone multiple times. And I had to be like, what the fuck am I doing? The concept of sitting alone with your thoughts, you have to so actively try to be like, no, for 10 minutes. Like, especially if you're, if you're, it doesn't even be creative. Like if you have a job that it's like, hey, you've got a marketing pitch in a couple weeks, like you should sit and think about it, but you're definitely picking up your phone and scrolling and doing some dumb shit. I think there's nothing new about what we're saying in terms of like, we're addicted to our phones. Like, yes. Yeah. But I think the idea that like, none of us are actually like living our lives and like, will we even have like real memories once we're like a certain age and will it have all been a blur because we were like, that's really fucking scary. Yeah, when you say it like that. Anyways, sorry to be depressing. I'm sure you'll cut all of this. And this is saying there'll it. be nothing left. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Daddy Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like, If you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. When we were in Cabo, what I learned about you on our trip together was that you like reality TV. Mm. And I think that helped progress our relationship to another level because I feel a little alone in this life that I'm living in terms of my excitement for reality TV Mm -hmm. and no one around me likes it. And when you were like, have you seen the bachelor? Did you watch like the finale finale? It was like a big moment, I think for us, because then when we left that trip, then we got to text about the finale. Yeah. 
Do you prefer The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? That's a good question. Uh, I mean, I think... It's such an obvious answer. It's The Bachelor. Yeah. If you were on The Bachelor, you get out of the limo, what are you wearing and what is your opening line? First of all, I just want to say that there has never in the history of The Bachelor ever been a sarcastic girl, period. There's never been a sarcastic girl in The Bachelor. Come on in, Cassie. So I think my I would have a season. I would be The Bachelorette. Oh, she just like <laughs> fully promoted herself to Bachelorette. Okay, no, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Okay. I would be the first and I would pave the way for sarcastic girls. Love. Because I think sarcastic girls wouldn't normally go on The Bachelor because it's just like this is you're sarcastic. Yeah. So I would be the first sarcastic girl on The Bachelor. Love. That's your identity. Yeah. And so they'd be like, what's that? Because I don't know if they've experienced anyone being sarcastic to them. Well, what would you wear? Let's start with that. I think I'd wear a short dress. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd go full gown. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to be like, I'm I'm like sarcastic and different. I'm like you, but... I'm not going to take it as seriously as you guys. Right. Because I'm sarcastic. So you wouldn't show up in your lingerie get up? No, I would be in a short dress. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would wear. Like BCBG? I would wear an Hervé Leger. <laughs> Isn't that the BCBG? Yeah. <laughs> and you would walk out and you would say what? I'd say, hey, listen, you're going to sometimes think I'm being serious. I'm always being serious, but not serious at the same time. It's going to be hard for you to understand. We'll do lessons. You'll get the hang of it eventually. But just keep me around so you can kind of find out. It's going to take a second. I'm hooked. <laughs> I'm I'm like first rose. I'm saying, sorry, I'm here also. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Sorry, I'm here. Yeah, I that's like kind that. of my tagline. Like, yeah, sorry, I'm here. I enter a room and I'm like, sorry, I'm here. Like, hey. <laughs> That's good. What's your like, what's your Okay, I think, I do think when I was in college, like if I had applied to be on The Bachelor, I think I would have done really well. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. What? Of course. And I, uh, thank you. (laughs) But I think that I have, um, I think what people like. It sounds like you're going to win though. Is that what you're going to do? Or are you going to fall in love? Oh, I'm going to win. And that's, I think, what people are You're like, Shanae. Yeah, no, I'm going to fucking win. And but I would never play it like the dumb villains that like allow themselves to expose themselves as being there to win. Like, I know how to be in a room with women. I've done that my entire life in a locker room. And I also know I'm like, OK, so you have to appease the women and not let them know you're playing the game. But let's be real. We're all playing a game. Even if you're in it for love, you're playing a game. You're mm-hmm. on a competition to win a dick. Yeah. Like, that's what we're doing. True. So I think that my approach would be. I. OK, like, who knows? Would I wear a ball gown? Maybe. There's also another tactic. Maybe I would show up in like a first date outfit that I would actually wear on a date with him mm-hmm. if we were going on our first date. And so your intro would be like, this, this is, is my first, first date. date and this is what I'd be wearing. <laughs> and like, I'm going to be real with you. You probably will never catch me in a ball gown unless it's my wedding dress. Yeah. But like, let's keep it real. Like, this is our first date. 
awkward as fuck that there's 30 other women on it, but we're going to make the most of it. And I think my approach throughout a season, and I don't know if they cut this out when women do it, but I would constantly be breaking the wall and be like, this is fucking weird. That there are cameras in the room. Let's wave to the producers. Hey guys, we're going to make out now and like make him feel like this is what life is going to be like without all this bullshit around us. Like I am the prize. I just feel like the women get too obsessed with the concept of like, just pretend the cameras aren't there and like Mm -hmm. just focus on the connection. No, that's part of the game too is working the room. There are producers in the room. Like, do you know what I mean? You cannot ignore a camera there. It's big and it's right there. Uh Uh-huh. So just acknowledge it and make it part of your bit. Okay. So you would be the sarcastic girl. Mm -hmm. And what would your overall strategy be just being sarcastic and like, Would you get in fights with girls? No, I think, I mean, I think it's a fine line. I think you see people go a little, like, I'll tell you who did an incredible job. Tell us. Was that girl Elizabeth last season, on Clayton's season? Yeah. Like, she never went too hard at her enemy, but she stood for the truth. She was completely right. Mm Mm-hmm. She knew there were people on her side that would defend her if it came down to it. You never want to be your sole defender. You have to know when to take a step back because when you get a little too intense about it, you kind of lose, like, you lose people. Do you think that the villain gets paid? Oh, my God. They should. Possibly. There's, like, a theory that it's, like, the producer walks in and be like, you'll get an extra 5K if you go stir that shit up right now. That's amazing. Okay. So the villain possibly gets paid. What reality TV show would you, if you had to be on one, what would you go on? Mm. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you have to answer. Like, I'm going to just do a cop-out answer. Like, a cooking show? Like, that's a cop-out answer. You want to be on Top Chef and make your smoothie? Yeah, I don't know. Like what? Like they're all the same. Like they're literally all the same. Let's specify. What dating reality show would you want to be on? Love Island. What's your favorite? I think I could drive on Love Island. And I think it's because. Which one? What do you mean? Like uh, the UK. I mean, I guess I'll be like the American girl. No, I'm saying what's your favorite? Oh, UK, obviously. What seasons? Um, three. Who was on three? We said, "Oh, Don. What's yeah, his name? Dom and Dom. Yeah, yeah I yeah, love yeah. Dom. Love Dom. <laughs> yeah, I love season three. I like four, three, four, and five actually okay. a lot. I agree with you. Well, I think about people you can rally around the friend, and I think yeah. that would probably be me, like the the person that it's more people, fun. Um, end up liking after you get to know them. Yeah. I think people like me after they get to know me. I don't think people like me before they know me. What do you think people's first impression of you always is? I mean, I don't know what their impression of me is, but I would know what mine is of me. What? Which is just like, fuck you, you know? Like, <laughs> No, I, I wouldn't. I think I don't, we talked about this the last time I was on. Do you think people think fuck you? No. I think I would think fuck you to me. Why? I think anyone when they're sharing their opinion like too passionately, it's like. Yeah, shut up shut up like who who asked you for like 
your opinion on anything like yeah and you like to give yours i've been in rooms with you like you're not telling it unless it's like your friends i'm forcing people to listen to me right now you're not That's forcing not- i'm forcing i'm the one giving you oh my god but the they didn't thing. what do you think the whole thing about the why are you giving someone a platform give me your thoughts on that that whole thing is like gen z well i think you really want to give your thoughts on it and so i'm gonna let you give them because i think you probably are more equipped to do that than me for this i said this to someone this past week that asked me i think that we have been conditioned by social media to make such snap decisions based off of what we see like you literally see like a headline of someone and you're like I'm making a judgment. It's like, you didn't even read the article. Some people literally just read a headline and are like, I have an opinion. And we're so quick to dehumanize someone by what we see on social media, even a picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, she looks facetuned. She's a fake cunt. She's probably has so much plastic. So blah, blah, blah. Maybe her fucking friend facetuned it. You don't even know, you know? And so I think whenever people are like, don't give someone a platform. I like critical thinking. You don't need to agree with one thing the person says that I sit down with. Sometimes I don't. But at least now you know if you came into it with a judgment, maybe you actually are leaving with the same opinion. But at least don't you feel better that you made that with like an educated opinion now that you have more information or you change your mind? Well, I think it's ironic because I feel like every like great interviewer's favorite people to interview are villains because they're just like more interesting for people to listen to like we always want to get into the inside the mind of bad people yeah the the platform thing it's like who cares at the end of the day isn't that what people want to listen to there's all these tv like why are we giving like all these people like netflix and hulu shows like if it's the if that's the case like why are you guys watching elizabeth holmes like why are you it totally humanizes her so like I don't right. know. There's so many reasons why it's so detrimental to only surround yourself with like-minded concepts and not like at least hear differing opinions. And then you can be like, oh, I no, I still stand by what I thought about that person. Well, Amazing. Also, it's the point of your show. So it's like, it's, right. And it's you're yeah. not controversial, though, I don't think. I mean, I think I'm so irrelevant. Yeah. That I can't that even can't. be controversial. Yeah. 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 Spotify definitely is going to reach out and be like, hey. Let's reevaluate. Like sometimes, but it's a mini. It's a mini. Yeah, (laughs) it's It's a a mini. mini. Okay, so we. I asked you all about reality TV. What's your favorite song? Oh, stop! (laughs) Me and Alex talked about how we both openly like. If anyone asks us about music, we just like cringe. Wait, why? I don't. Why do we do that? It's just such an earnest thing. Maybe like it's just like. It would I would have to tell the truth, you know? And then telling the truth like leaves you to being vulnerable. It's such a like, I don't even know. It literally pains me in ways that like I would rather oh God, you go on a first date and they go, What kind of music do you listen to? What do you say? <laughs> what do you say? I think as I've matured, I'll be like, I, I am able to be like, I hate that question. But in my past, I think I used to be like, I mean, I kind of like everything, just not like metal. <laughs> I like, every- <laughs> like, no shit. Yeah, you go like, I like everything except for country. That's so, such a basic 
dumb answer why do we do that do you like music i think it's because we both low-key hate music i think there's some music we like but i think we hate answering that question because it's like not a conversation we want to have because it's not something that actually interests like, us. Like, I don't want to tell you what I'm, like, listening to. Like, it's so... Like, why is it so embarrassing? It's really I embarrassing. I don't want to talk about what I was playing. Like, imagine sending someone a song that you, like, genuinely, like, loved and listened to. When I've had friends be like, he sent me this song. Ugh. I have friends that are so like, oh, like, let me share you my, my playlist. Well, I have a hard, like, do you put on music when you're just like alone? Like, I have a really hard time just like no. actively like putting on a jam and like listening no. to music. If I'm in the car, I will put on music. Yeah. But and what I, do you put on? No, you're not supposed to ask me that. <laughs> this is a safe space, yeah. Kazi. Okay. And Tell I me what you put on like Loki. <laughs> I'll sometimes like truly listen to Eminem like unironically like seriously because I'm like angry and I'll just like put on Eminem and I will listen to it and you're like or like Paramore like I like I'll put on like my rage songs I have like some alternative to alternative bands that I used to listen to in high school that I'll like jam out to and I'm like this is ancient and this is embarrassing but then there's also like sad songs that I'll listen to if I'm like I'm in the do you ever like in the mood to like be like I want to like feel bad for myself and like just be sad I used to listen to such sad music in high school because I was like such a try hard like so now I don't listen to sad music because it just reminds me of how embarrassed I am of like soaking in your own sadness that's actually I would say progress you're so right because I used to have a full playlist called just like sad (laughs) and I would click on it and it's like mayday parade like you and um, Elliot Smith yeah 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 and like really really sad yeah like the saddest that exists and at that time I had to burn cds for myself on my way to high school oh yes that was a thing where like that was time where like we were definitely like like pretending to like music and sending it to like our boyfriends on a mixtape and now I can't listen to like really sad songs anymore, but I do feel like my my song choices, I want to keep those close to the chest. Yeah. And I don't feel comfortable speaking it out loud to anyone. My boyfriend really early on like begged me to make him a playlist because he had like my music taste was like a mystery and like I didn't want to talk about it because I just like found it embarrassing. And like finally I was like, I'll make you like a playlist because you like a cross-country road trip. And I, I decided to make him a playlist. And I just chose like songs I like ended up listening to a lot. And I literally tried to like sneak onto his phone to delete the playlist because like I don't even want him to remember. Can you give us like two of them? Uh, Come on. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. But that's the thing is like you can be in the on in the car and like on the radio if a song comes on, you could be like, Oh, that song's really good. I really yeah, like that song. You didn't that's a really good it. song. Oh my god, imagine someone giving you the ox cord. No, that's a nightmare. Do people DM you mean things? Um, I think sometimes, yeah. Like what? Like, um like you're a pathetic Jew. <laughs> like who literally like is not like good or funny or like attractive i don't know like you know just guess like i wouldn't have guessed that (laughs) i could have guessed like you're not funny i get that all the time switch your show from fucking comedy no i don't want to do you miss college at all um 
Like, I guess I miss what, like, how I, what could have been when I was in college. Like, what would happen? It turned out different. I feel like for you, that's not the case. No, no. We have our buttons we can push with each other Mm -hmm. where I go at you for finances and you come at me. No, I, um. You're so, it's so funny because on a personal level, you have so much more money than I do. It's not even funny. But you grew up with more. Yeah. 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 That eye roll. Yeah. Dude, I remember the first time that I interviewed you, which I think shows how respectful I am. I was like, I don't know if I should even like bring up her her dad. And I'm like, okay, it's your dad. Like you can ask me about my mom and my dad. But I remember I was like trying to be so, remember when I asked you, I was like, what would your TV show be like for your family? That was like me trying to like see if you were like comfortable with it. Yeah, but I think that was your answer question. about the celebrity kids was like fucking iconic when you were like, if you're not literally Lily Rose Depp, then you're literally treated like trash. I didn't say you're treated like trash. I just said people hate you. Yeah, facts. Yeah. So your dad never asked you to get on a rowing machine. What? You're smart. You never had to like fake. To oh, get oh, oh. I'm smart? Yeah. You went to Emerson. No, no, no. I'm not smart. I, I don't know how I got into college. Probably nepotism slash mm-hmm. I wrote a funny essay. What was it about? Um, It was like my life story of anxiety. I think. It made my SAT tutor laugh, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny when you and I realized that we went to school at the same mm-hmm. exact time in Boston, and we had such different college experiences. Yeah. Did you tell that story on the podcast where you're telling me your like, boyfriend wouldn't let you go to parties with him? Yeah. I once, I went to one party with my boyfriend in college, and I like hadn't figured out how to like deal with my misanthropy yet and so i'd be with him at this party like being like oh my god like do you hear those people like so annoying or like oh my god like this like song is so dumb like you're just like miserable at the party Mm -hmm. and then he decided he was like never gonna take me to another party again and he was so embarrassed of me in front of his friends because like i was a miserable person and i would like make fun of things or i would be like you know, right. complaining about basic or like observing th- that his friends. Right. We were so different in college. Yeah. And I, he never took me out again. And like he would come home at like three in the morning and I would just be like in my apartment alone. It was really sad. Do you think you had a good college experience? I don't think I like really had a full college experience. Like I was like. Because you didn't get to go to your parties because your boyfriend locked you inside. Yeah. That's really sad. <laughs> okay. Well. What do you think people will take from this episode? Like, I, I cannot believe you're going to make this an episode. Like, this is not an episode. I feel like it kind of is. This, this is what a podcast is, right? Two idiots talking about nothing and people accepting that. Cut whatever I just said because people are going to be. I will. Do you have anything left to say? Daddy gang, I'm, is it okay if I address you personally? I'm really sorry. And hopefully... Just pretend this didn't happen and and I'll be back. I'm sorry for that too. And it'll be better next time. Bye. Bye.